Welcome to the Brainwave Podcast, presented by Windward Group Publishing and Media. I'm Gail Holnick, former radio show host turned novelist and travel book writer, and this is a show about creativity. Each week you'll hear interviews with people from many different creative fields, artists, designers, writers, filmmakers, chefs, architects, choreographers, composers. I'm interested in that charmed moment that leads to a work of art. Where did the idea come from? What did you do next? And what advice would you give others trying to unlock their own creative potential? Thanks for spending some time with me today. Please take a second to tap on the subscribe button on the app. And if you want the episode show notes, please go to windwardgroup.com. That's word with an O. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 60 of the Brainwave podcast. And for this one, I want to tell you about the origins of this podcast and my own creative process in working on it. And it's a solo episode. I know that some of you are thinking of doing a podcast of your own, and I hope that this episode will give you some insight into what's involved. Now, a lot of people think that a podcast is nothing more than somebody sitting down in front of their computer, opening a recording app, pressing the record button, and starting a yap. And some of them are, it's true, but many others are outlined, written, revised, recorded, and edited. This one, the Brainwave podcast, started about 25 years ago in book form. I was hosting a morning radio show, and I had the opportunity to interview many authors, songwriters, artists, musicians, and I was very curious about the source of their songs or poems or stories, particularly the famous ones. And I realized that one of my most frequent questions was, where did you get the idea for whatever? Often the guest had a story to tell about a road he or she had been on, or a conversation they'd had, or a light bulb sort of moment, a flash of lightning, wakening out of a dream at night, or looking at A and B and then realizing, ah, C. I started to think of these as charmed moments. You can't really say to yourself, oh, I'll just have a stroke of genius right now. And many, if not most, creators say you don't wait for those moments to come. You just go to work, and eventually, or all at once, the idea will be there. Whether it comes on while you're working or in the middle of the night while you're sleeping, I thought of it as a charmed moment, and I thought of doing a book of interviews with artists and other creators. I had a list of chapters and prospective guests and an overall organization for the book. I wrote a book proposal, took it to a publisher, was offered a contract, and just before I signed it, the publisher went out of business. So I sat on the idea for many years after that and did many other things. But last summer, the idea started to come back to me again and again. I'd already been playing with a plan to make a podcast, and I was trying on various ideas. Something about writing fiction, about politics, about business, And then this charmed moment idea surfaced again and again. So I decided that's what it would be. The next thing I wanted to do was name the thing, in my own mind and on my computer, even if it wasn't anywhere public yet. Um, When I looked at the charmed moment, it ran me into too many witch and wizard books and TV shows. Then I thought of brainwave, and then there was a lot about neurology. 
Uh, and my advice, by the way, is search every possible name before you commit to it, because it's a lot harder to change it after you've already set it up. But I thought of the brainwave. I added the word podcast, so that would be really clear that that's what it was about. There are a few other decisions you have to make right at the very beginning. And I'll get into more detail in a little while about the steps to take if you're thinking of doing this, but just overview, bird's eye for a moment. Uh, you want the name, you want an idea of the focus, the general category that it's in. Is it a sports podcast? Is it a teaching kind of educational podcast? Although they say that almost all of them are educational in some way or another. Uh, is it about pop culture? Is it about spirituality? Is it about the arts, as this one is? You want to know generally what category it's in, and you want to know whether you're going to interview people. That's very important to know ahead of time, uh, or whether it's going to be you talking, just a solo sort of effort, or perhaps two of you. A lot of people do do that. They team up. There's a couple of people. There's a way of having someone to bounce off of as you talk about whatever topics it is that you want to do. So you want to think of those three or four things just when you're starting out. Uh, and as I say, search again and again. Go online on Google and the other search engines. Take a look at the podcast apps and see what other titles of podcasts there are. There are just many, many places to search and find out uh, what's been done already and what you might be doing that's a little different, whether for the public, the whole world, or whether you're thinking of a particular small group, maybe a little bit beyond your own friends and family, although people do do podcasts that way. If you're thinking, for example, I run a yoga studio and I want to do a podcast about yoga, then you might want to take a look and see where, what ones are already being done, what you might do that's a little different, what audience are you looking for? Now, again, as I say, your audience could be just your own family or your own friend group. That's fine. Your audience might be yourself. Perhaps you want to go into this as a hobby sort of thing and just do a podcast, have the discipline of doing it on a regular basis and see how that feels. But if you are thinking of having an audience and you want people to be listening to you and giving you feedback, giving you reviews, engaging with you, commenting on the things that you do, you need to think all of that through ahead of time. Now, having thought of those basic things, what I decided that I wanted to do was the Brainwave podcast, that it was going to be an interview show. Uh, something I have a fair bit of experience at way back in the day. Uh, and I enjoyed it very much talking to people. And I wanted to do that again. I wanted to do the arts, although I had a lot of experience in doing political interviews and business interviews. But this was an area that at this time just seemed like something that I wanted to do. And I wanted to hang it on that first question. Where did you get the idea for? So rather than a podcast that was an hour of talking to a person about their own biography, basically, where did you grow up and what were your influences? I wanted to start it with either the poem or the song or the novel or the building. We've talked to a number of architects. Just where did that, that start and get a bit of a story of the finished piece the idea that led to the finished piece, the process all along the way. And then from there, the interview, the interviews branch out. Oh, another really important point to think about at the beginning. And the, all of these things, well, not so much the name, but some of these things may moderate as time goes by. But you want to think about how long is it going to be? 
And if you're a podcast listener, which you absolutely should be, uh, especially if you're going to do one of your own, you'll know that you can find podcasts that are six or seven minutes long. Some of them are around 15 minutes long. A lot of them are around 45 minutes to an hour. Think about your own style, you as a person, first of all, but also the topic area and think about what length of podcast would fit best into into that category and, and that personality and interviewing style. Uh, Another thing, I've lost track of how many numbers we're at now. Are we at a fourth thing or a fifth thing? Another thing is to think about how frequently you will do it. And one of the points of advice that they give, especially for people who want to monetize in some way, turn it into a show that provides them with some sponsorship money or subscriber money, however you may do that, is regularity. You can't say, oh, it's Tuesday, it's two o'clock, the dog doesn't really want to go for a walk right right now. I think I'll sit down in front of my microphone and make a podcast today and then not do anything for another eight days. Say, oh, it's Wednesday, I think I'll do a podcast and then leave it for three weeks while you go on vacation and then start up again. I mean, again, of course, none of these are rules. There are no laws to do with, well, there are laws liable having to do with podcasts, but there are no laws about deciding how long or how frequent it's going to be. The thing is, though, that if you are going to do it for an audience regularly, you have to think about what does the audience want, not so much what you want. And the audience wants to be able to count on something, frequency, regularity. And so if you do it once a week, you know that every Monday in the evening it drops at a certain time. They come to know that as well. Uh, and they, they do, they count on it. Whether they've subscribed or not, or just look it up every Monday night and say, ah, there it is. Whether they're getting notifications or not, they do expect a certain frequency and you'll want to do that. I'm doing it once a week. Some people do once every two weeks. That's probably about the minimum you'd want to do is once every two weeks, both from the point of view of the audience and your own point of view. You'll run out of steam if you're not, if you don't have some momentum behind it, some sense of, oh, it's been two weeks, here it comes, you'll lose interest. You'll, you'll find something else to do. Some other hobby will claim your attention. So it's just like anything else. If you're a golfer, tennis player, uh, painter, uh, novelist, any number of things, if you don't get to it frequently enough, you'll lose interest in it. So you want to think about those things ahead of time. And then you want to perhaps spend a little time thinking about some of these questions. Why are you doing the podcast? Why are you starting it? What are you hoping to to uh, have a feeling of accomplishment about at the end of six months or so? And that may be anything from, I'm curious about the sound of my own voice, to I've always wanted to do that, or if Trevor Noah can do it, I can do it. Whatever it may be, uh, no yourself and know why you're doing it. You want to know what it's about, what the name of it is. How will you evaluate whether or not it's successful? And you think about the uh, the format, the length of time, and how frequently you're going to do it. And then you're ready to go and you're into the technical part. And you have to spend some time thinking about these things. Perhaps you're in the category of a person, if you have more time than money, you're going to think about all of these things yourself. If you have more money than time, you're going to hire one of the many uh, various consultants and companies that there are that will answer all these questions for you and get you set up and ready to go in a, a studio of some kind. You can grow your way into something that's, you know, spend $20,000 on building a podcast studio, or you can have your laptop computer, even your phone, uh, but you need a microphone and it needs to be of good 
quality. You can't just speak into the computer. You can, and you can record it, and you can put it out there, and nobody will listen to it for more than 30 seconds unless it is your mother or your best friend because the quality just isn't there. So you want to do a little research. There is so much information available online on YouTube and throughout the Internet on picking the microphone that you're going to use. And secondly, after you pick the microphone, you're going to choose the editing software. Because once you record it, you are going to have to at least make a little bit of editing. You have to top and tail it, if nothing else. Um, make sure that the beginning and the end is well done. And again, if this is a very beginning stage for you, spend some time listening to the other podcasts out there. And you will notice that they have theme music. They start in a certain way. Most of them do. Even those that don't have theme music, they will start with a few welcome to the podcast or here we are again or here I go again, whatever it may be. But there is a certain way that it starts. You you don't hear people that just um, turn on their their computers and start chatting. So just that is going to be a matter of editing, and you will need editing software for that. If you're going to have a theme song, you're going to want to look for the the uh, music, the copyright-free music. You cannot just go on to Paul McCartney's latest uh, recording or latest release and say, oh, I love that opening bed that he's using there. I'm going to use that riff, and that's going to be my theme song. You cannot do that. It's illegal. So you have to find the places. One of them is Audio Jungle. Another one is SoundCloud. And there are there is music that is uploaded there by artists. It is free for commercial use, but you are asked to give credit to the original artist. uh, And you want to make sure that you use music that is available for use. You need to do a mix of that theme song, your introduction. Think about the format, the flow, the outline of your podcast. You're going to tell people what you're going to do. Perhaps there's going to be a solo narration. Perhaps there's going to be a story that you tell. Perhaps there's going to be an interview. And then there's going to be what in the old days used to be called an extra and is now called an outro, where you recap the episode and tell people uh, what you'd like them to do, if it's that kind of podcast, if you have a call to action in some way or other. And usually people tease the next episode as well. They say, coming up next time, we'll have such and such or whatever. And that's it. Uh, there's a lot more that I could say about uh, interviewing. And maybe that's for a solo podcast another time. But I listen to a lot of podcasts and I've listened to a lot of radio over the decades. And uh, as in any art form, there is variety in, and variability in the sorts of interviewing that you hear and how it's done. Uh, and you'll want to hear a lot of others and pick up tips and develop yourself if you're going to be an interviewer as well. Another thing, once you get to the point of putting this up on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Audible, all of the places where people go to listen to apps, they're going to a- or to podcasts rather, they're going to ask you for your artwork and you're going to need to have some kind of graphic picture of uh, of what your podcast is about. And there are places that you can find to uh, have that done for you by a freelancer. You can create it yourself if you have some graphic design expertise of your own. And you're going to need to have that to upload when it's time to do that. You also need a description of your show, a show description. And then you are ready to publish your first episode. And you go to a podcast host and you get it all set up and you submit your podcast to those main directories that I mentioned just a moment ago, and then you wait for a while, actually. It took quite a while, um, especially Apple, 
can be variable. And it's the biggest one. That's my recap on how to get a podcast started. I think as with any creative hobby, you'll find that there's a lot of uh, joy in doing it. There are ups and downs and highs and lows. But really, if you are thinking of doing it, give it a shot. It really is a lot of fun. Oh, and one of the other things I wanted to mention that is so different from the radio days is way back when you'd talk away and, and things would be gone. You might do an air check or you might have a cassette tape or whatever of it, but they're gone. But with podcasts, you upload it if you, uh, and usually you have to pay to archive it for more than a short period of time, but you can pay a small amount each month and there it is. And people can come along five years later and hear your conversation with whoever, Paul, let's go back to Paul McCartney, whoever it is that you might have spoken with. So uh, it, that's another wonderful aspect of podcasting. So really, I would encourage you, if you're thinking of doing it, uh, give it a shot. And I'd love to hear from you, by the way, if you have, have done it and have observations about your experiences with it. Next time on the Brainwave Podcast, my guest will be novelist Rick Blyweiss. He's a first-time novelist at the age of 77. After many years as a rock star, a music producer, a senior executive in a recording company, a senior executive in a publishing company, and now he's discovered his novelist instinct. And he will be the guest next time. This time, I leave you with a quote from Dorothy Parker. Creativity is a wild mind and a disciplined eye. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful. If you did, please mention it to a few friends or pass it along on social media and tag us if you do. And please tap the subscribe button on your podcast app and take a minute to leave a ranking or review. You might also like the backlist available at Windward Group Publishing and Media. And that's www.windwardgroup.com slash brainwavepodcast. And Windward is spelled W-I-N-D-W-O-R-D. You'll also find the show notes for today's episode there too. If you'd like to connect, you can find us on Facebook at Windward Group Publishing and Media, on Twitter at Windward Publish, and on Instagram at Windward PNM. I'm Gail Hulnick. Please join us next time.